Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good news, everyone. It's World of Warcraft this week and a brand new lore episode. That's right. Sit down and listen as Scott and Terpster discover the wide, wonderful world of one Jaina Proudmore. Enjoy. Greetings, traveler. You've come to this place for a reason. Kneel at the feet of the great storyteller Terpster who sits upon his log, uh, ready to... It's not a log, Scott. It's a finely shewn throne. (laughs) One to spin yarns upon. Not yarn, but tales. Tales. Uh, Not tales, like like stories. Uh, Ah, Many a great story has been told upon this throne. And today is no different, Scott. Mm. Oh, we, we, hold uh, on. In the past, it's been about ancient evils and, and primordial uh, things. But today... Oh, today we look to the threats of the future. Mm. For we wonder, who who be this lady? And is she good or bad? And I don't know. But maybe we discuss it. Who knows? <laughs> but in order to see where we're going, we must first look back to where we have come. From, come from, <laughs> arrive. How did we get here? Which yeah. which route did we take? Uh-huh. And when we learn these things, my friend, we can guess at at, at we can just have a go <laughs> at seeing where it might end up. Who knows? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, that's for sure. That's impressive. That's for sure. Very impressive. So I gotta, I have to make an admission before we dive into Jaina Proudmore and her imprint on the world oh. of, Re- of uh, Warcraft and Azeroth really? as a whole. Uh, but before we do that, I, I have to make—I have to admit to—I've kind of been sleeping with the enemy, and I want to get this out. I—I've uh, been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls Online, and, and I, and I, I feel slightly guilty about it. Um, but I—that I, game kind of found its way. It's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> game now Morrowind you've been playing Morrowind I, I I well that's the funny thing that's what got me interested in diving back in and checking stuff out but what ended up happening was I started a level one not in Morrowind because I thought well I'm not gonna buy this until I know that this game's better than, it, than I remember it being and I started playing it for a while and now I'm just like a blade master dude from you know some part of the continent that was always there since launch and I've not been <clears throat> bored or wanted to stop. I'm enjoying the story and I'm playing it like crazy. And I know I can go anywhere, anytime, because the one time rail thing. But I just wanted to put point out there in this show where we're going to talk about specific lore in World of Warcraft. I just had to be, you know, full disclosure and let people know I've been, I've been. That lo- is fine, Scott. <laughs> you see, this story chair knows no kings. <laughs> Except me, the story king. Yeah. And it also, it, 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 well, it does value allegiance. <laughs> and it will remember this day. It will. 
for one day maybe you will cross us. Uh-huh. Uh, but until then, yeah. let's dive straight in uh, to the, I would say, first true love of my life. Yeah. Um, maybe only true love of my life. Yeah. And my wife, I think she'd stand by that. Um, <laughs> yeah. With Jaina Proudmore, mm. uh, the, the, the most majestic and beautiful of all Proudmores. Yeah. Um, so are there other, Jane, hold on, before you go on any further, are there significant, are we going to learn of other significant Proudmores in the history of, of uh, Jaina? Do her parents matter? Well, there, there, are, there are three we know of. Yeah. Uh, there's Dalen Proudmore, who is Jaina's dad. Yeah. Uh, he's also called Admiral Proudmore uh, in Warcraft 3. Yeah. Uh, then there's her brother, Derek. Um, that's literally his name, Derek Proudmore. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's actually uh, the older brother of... Um, uh, of Jaina. Okay. Um, however, I think he died. I think he. I think he died. Does he? Um, does he play any significant role with his death? Is it just they, his brother. Yeah, no, he, just yeah died? it goes. Um, so they came under attack from uh, dragon riders from the horde in the second war. Yeah. Um, and though attempt, though he attempted to warn his father of danger, Derek, great name, <laughs> was incinerated <laughs> by one of the dragons as he stood atop the crow's nest. Yeah. His boat was sent to the bottom shortly thereafter so derek died uh dalen uh, admiral proudmore survived through into warcraft 3 um whereby he gets uh defeated by the uh um alliance of um uh thrall rexar uh uh, chen uh storm stout and uh and I actually think as well, we're kind of we'll get into it, but uh Jaina mm. uh had a part in her father's death. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Because um she's got a she's got a crazy side to her. Anyway, but yeah. that's not that that's crazy. Anyway, he was he was being a douche. So Jaina uh was born around the time of the first war. Uh, so around the time of Warcraft one, she was born. She was called Jaina uh, at first, right? Jaina. She was called Va. Gina, um, and then the parents thought, hang on a second, guys. If you say that, if you take the hyphen out, uh-huh. that's just vagina. We can't call her that. <laughs> and they said, well, I don't like the name Gina on its own. Yeah. And they said, well, hang on, how about we, you know, Jaina, Jaina. You know, they went to like New Jersey. Got it. And uh, I said, it's a Gina Proudmore. Yeah. Um, also, Australian works as well. <laughs> um, so, Jaina, from, from the beginning, uh, was in love with the idea and concepts of magic. Yeah. Um, she looked to a strong female role model, as we hope all young ladies do. Yeah. Um, and in the world of Azeroth, the strongest female there had ever been was uh, Aegwyn, Medivh's mum, the first, well, not the first guardian, but one of the guardians, yeah. the one who defeated the Avatar Sargeras and was an absolute badass, but went a little bit loco and uh, kept the power for herself and then passed it on to Medivh. Yeah. Um so as she she you know she aspires to be like the great Aegwin um and sets off on this magical journey. Uh she was invited to Dalaran when it was detected that she she had some potential um where she pestered Antonidas, Archmage Antonidas, the big boss man himself, um into being his apprentice. Um and she she managed uh, from the get go. So already we have a lady. Uh, she was born 
uh, of a of a, a, a kind of a rich family. She aspires to to greatness, and uh, you'll always see through Jaina's life she always has a, kind of a noble intention. As much as she does strive for greatness amongst herself, is is really looking more so towards the service of others. Right. So, um, she's very she's always been very benevolent that way. Oh, like. Like what I'm interested in today, especially out of the, at the end of all of this, is you're probably going to better than anyone I've talked to connect the lines between kind-hearted, unifying Jaina and pissed-off, white streak in her hair, f everybody, yeah, yeah. everyone sucks, I mean, kill the horror. I Jaina. could have called it years ago, just based on the fact of how hot Jaina was. Yeah, and <laughs> she's a ten. Uh-huh. You don't get a ten that's a crazy kind of like. Yeah. you know tens minimum you're looking at kind of like seven and a half eight yeah you know they gotta be crazy yeah kale uh, is a good example of this a very handsome visage of a man very beautiful man. yeah and gone uh, all kinds of wrong these days he's fully off the reservation right um so jana jana comes from kind of you know royal blood as such you know extended family um and through that she you know at like you know you'd like to imagine kind of like family christmases Maybe a barbecue in the nice weather. Sure. Um, she she happens across a beautiful young prince by the name of Arthur, who's actually heir to the throne of Lordaeron, mm-hmm. which is like one of the major cities in Azeroth. You've right. got Lordaeron and Stormwind are the two real major um, human kingdoms. Sure. Um, you've got Stromgard and and other ones, but you know they're the cool ones. He is like um, if if, if uh, I would say Lordaeron is L A. To yes, uh, uh, storm winds New York. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, there you go. Um, now the thing to bear in mind, obviously, Lord on now for players of the game. That's the Undercity, uh, because of some events that happened during Warcraft Three. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Arthur's love him or hate him. Uh, Jaina grew to love him. Yeah. And so they were very close to the point of being romantic mm-hmm. without getting crude. Yeah. They probably banged, um, <laughs> but they were very much in love. It, you know, there was, but there was probably P and V action. Um, so, all of a sudden, though, Arthur abruptly ends the relationship. Yeah. Now, the reason uh, this is is because Jaina, as much as she was striving for greatness, she was distracted by love, and she wasn't achieving uh, the expectations. Uh, that her mentor Antonidas had for her, yeah. or the general kind of citizens of uh, Lordaeron and Dalaran, you know, they they were expecting great things from this woman. And as she was maturing into this this woman, she was distracted by love. And Arthas, equally, he's got his own commitments. He's you know training to be a paladin. He's one day going to be a king, different kind of king, sadly, but he does <laughs> uh, achieve that. But yeah. he understands that they can't distract one another. A very cold, a think, very cold king is what he was going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think, you know, you've watched The Crown yeah. on Netflix. Sure, love it. not sponsored by them. I wish we were. No, so good. Um, fantastic uh, dramatization, which kind of shows the, the harsher realities of being a monarch. Right. And actually, it's not that you have infinite power. It's that you have next to no power. You don't have the power to decide what you want to do yeah. you have to act in the best interests of your kingdom your country your people mm-hmm. um and often those don't align with you, your own you have the appearance of power and 
it seems to the outside that you are the power, but you really aren't the power at all. Mm. It's a, I loved that show, by the way. I think that if we can get a season two of that, that'd be lovely. I loved it. It was awesome. It I, was think a, they, it, I think they are making it. Apparently, the queen herself really enjoyed it. it she watched it. She is, it, it gave me a view of your uh, historical, certainly recent historical monarchy that no, we've never gotten anywhere else. Like, it's just I absolutely think it's, it was super, super digestible. I loved it. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was really smart. Yeah. Um, I got annoyed because I wasn't that much into uh, that sort of period in 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 english history yeah and uh my wife gave me spoilers oh. of like saying like oh yeah that's the oh yeah because doesn't she like end up going out with that other guy who's married and they have an affair so i was like whoa whoa <laughs> what are you talking about yeah you know, like and i realized oh it's history you can't you can't get too upset by that but i did a little bit yeah i understand um, you keep yourself in the dark and then these things feel like spoilers i understand it's exactly, totally fine exactly so i got a question exactly. about the the arthas relationship well not really a yep. question no, but no, is, yep. are the are the christy golden books considered canon in the yes okay so if those are canonized uh they were totally doing it in that arthas book like they were yeah. they were they were like you know they were basically oh, heavy doing it yeah all the time and that's great because it really sets up for the disappointment of what arthas becomes um yeah and, and also you've got to look at jaina genuinely loves arthas right like you know like that is that's her prince that's her man that's mm -hmm. how it's always been yeah. now at the same time in dalaran there was another prince by the name of kelfas uh -oh. who was uh kind of kelfas sunstrider heir to the throne of silvermoon and he's a very impressive mage uh and he had his eyes on jaina as well and jaina you know she she could appreciate you know kelfas you know very attractive elf but that kind of love triangle was it was I, I never really feel like it was as developed as it could have been in that she was very much team Arthas the whole time. Yeah. So it's more of a love line with like a, a point looking at the line thinking, oh, that's a shame. I'd like to be involved in that. Yeah. Um, I don't know maths anyway. <laughs> so yeah, they agreed to break up. Sure. They focused on their studies and fate as it seems was not done for their kindling mm. relationship. Mm. Uh, so uh, what happens is, is some peoples up in the north of um, Azeroth, around uh, Lordaeron and people like that, start getting sick from a plague. And this plague starts sweeping through the continent. Yeah. Uh, so Antonidas um, was uh, basically... Uh, he was he was contacted by uh, in the game they call him the prophet. We know him to be Medivh, um, who says you gotta you gotta get out of it, guys. You gotta take your people over to Kalimdor. It's this land that if you just keep going left, just keep going left, and you're gonna get there. And he's like, uh, that sounds crazy. I'm not doing that. Um, but Jaina, who obviously was Antonidas's apprentice, um, had been watching this exchange and sensed actually hang on this guy's super powerful i don't think he's just like some crazy hermit i think you know we should at least investigate um antonidas was like oh i'm not sure but all right go on then i'll tell you what why don't you meet up with uh, prince arthur's and investigate the plague yeah. um and uh, they they head off to the village of brill which um we we play through as undeads um oh yeah that's but, right this is all 
Yeah, this is this is you're all it back. local to mm-hmm. where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, obviously, Jaina gets to hook up with Arthas again, and kind of as much as around them, everyone's dying. Uh, she's she's back with an old flame. They've both matured. Arthas is a fully fledged paladin of the Silver Hand, um, and Jaina is a you know she's still an apprentice, but she's a She's a badass mage. Yeah, she's got some. She's got some skills. Yeah, she's she was born skills. with it, right? Like the theory, the thinking with her, from what I remember reading, was that she wasn't just someone who was training really well and paying attention in school. You know, being all Hermione or whatever. Even though I think there's some comparisons to be made there, but They're she's very Hermione. Yeah, but she yeah. just she she came out uh, not force sensitive, but whatever the equivalent of that is in the magic world. Like, just has the knack. um. I, I don't know, in all fairness. Mm. Like, I don't believe there's any real um, documented kind of Jane is the chosen one yeah. or anything like that. Um, equally, uh, in World of Warcraft, there hasn't been anything uh, that indicates of uh, who Jane's mum is in terms of um, Dalin Proudmoore. Uh, his wife, I don't think, is ever really properly named. Mm. Um, now I could be wrong, uh, so by all means Google it. Uh, but as far as I'm aware, she was born of mortal parents yeah. um, in a normal means. However, um, it's it's Warcraft. Yeah, uh, there's always room for fun. Um, the, the the kind of consensus now is that magic on Azeroth is from manipulating the latent Titan energy that's in the air itself. So the arcane magic that permeates the whole planet, kind of from the seeping wound that is the Well of Eternity and things like that, potentially, um, I don't know, there was some magic in there along with some of the uh, sperm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe there were magic sperms. Maybe sure, she uh, maybe. Not yeah, that's, um, I like that but theory. Yeah, there's, no, there's no doubting she's got a gift. Um, and it's primarily she, frost, which means she's what leveling faster. What's her deal? Why is Fry Frost? Uh, so she she gravitated towards the frost um, spec, I guess. Um, I think it's just down to to what works best. I don't think again, law wise, it may have been to echo um, the kind of the chill uh, that there is between her and Arthas, or you know, as he becomes the Lich King, or. I don't really know. Right. I think also it's just cool she had a water elemental and everyone thought that's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Jaina and Arthas start seeking out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and they find this infested grain. Uh, and it turns out that the grain is being uh, poisoned or cursed Taint- by necromancer. Tainted, right? I would Tainted, say. Tainted, yeah. exactly. Tainted uh, by this necromancer by the name of Kelthuzad. Yeah, he's a butthole. Now, Kelthuzad was a, a, a great mage of the Kirin Tor and Dalaran and was exiled for his fascination with the undead and reanimating corpses and really icky, evil stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully for us, Arthas kills him. Sweet. Boom. Job done. Or so you think. Um, so, Jenna and Arthas go back um to uh, Hearth Glen, where sadly, yeah, they killed the guy who was tainting the grain, but the shipments had already gone out. Mm-hmm. And so these uh, these plague grains were getting handed out amongst the townsfolk. 
and these townsfolk were then turning into undead, which were then attacking other townsfolks. Um, and it doesn't get too nice, really. So Jaina calls on the help of Uther, Uther the Lightbringer, um, leader of the Silver Hand of Paladins. Um, but uh, as much as Uther, Jaina, and Arthas managed to push back the undead from Half Glen, it's it's all but screwed. Mm-hmm. And Arthas now is he is you know he's feeling the strain. These are his people. These are his future subjects, and here they are dying, being reanimated, and then him having to kill them. Um, it's just it seems seems crazy. Mm. So they head off to Stratholm which is one of the largest cities mm-hmm. uh, where apparently more of the grain was being shipped. Yeah, and this is the so, this is uh, leading us to the culling of Stratholm. Exactly, yeah. the Cavs of Time uh, um, uh, encounter. Now, so Jane and Uther go along to Stratholm, um, but they don't get there in time, and the townspeople are already eating the tainted grain. Uh, so we've got Jaina, Uther, and Arthas and their forces, and they know... Ah, whoops. Do you think they, I mean, okay, I have a question about the, video games are video games and stories are stories, but when you get to the calling of Stratholm, what what happens in the early goings of this grain problem is there's grain parked around, like waiting to be processed or taken to places where it's made into bread or whatever, and it's got like a green, it's got green stink lines coming off of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it. I think we've got to, you know, suspend our disbelief to the point where that is a game mechanic device, yeah. and otherwise it would be indetectable. Okay. Because if it was foul, people would, eh, oh, no, no, that's not, no, not that. I'm not buying that grain, mate. That's yeah. all gone off. <laughs> Get rid of that. Um, whereas this obviously seems to be a very effective plague yeah. in that people uh, ingest it, consume it, and distribute it. Yeah. So um, they get there and they're they're set with this uh, conundrum. Um, Arthas says okay well we got to kill these people or their people because that's a lot easier than killing them as undead mm-hmm. and we're going to have to do it either way so why don't we go in let's see if we can stem the flow of this grain maybe we kill enough people then people won't be bitten or transform or eat the grain or whatever and Uther's like whoa son <laughs> oh, we're paladins we're like you know warriors of the light we can't just go killing civilians these are like your new subjects mm-hmm. um and arthas is like well you know what i'm the king well close enough and you not agreeing with me that's treason mate so you know anyone who is truly their king will stand with me now and will kill everyone in Stratholm. Mm-hmm. and he's like jaina come on we've boned you got my back. You understand it. Yeah, Jane it's a like, little, you know gets what? a little heated there, right? Like exactly. she, yeah, it's hard. She's like, I, I can't. I, I, that's just. There must be a better way. This is. These are your people. Um, so, Jaina and Uther um, disappear for the mission duration. Yeah, and then they come back at the end uh, once Arthas has destroyed it, um, and they're disgusted. Yeah, um, they can't believe what he's made. They, in their mind. This is our barbaric turn uh, mm. and absolutely the wrong decision to make. As my recollection of the little in-game dialogue sequence goes, they are, they are none happy about Arthas and his motives. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Jaina is very much upset. Yeah. Um, and Arthas leaves to go to Northrend to chase down Marganus, 
Um, and uh, instead, she's now visited personally by Medivh. Mm. So Medivh's like, you know what? I think you got what it takes. Mm. He's like, he's like the Simon Cowell of the uh, of the Warcraft world. <laughs> you know, so he's like, you know what? I like what you're doing. Yeah. I think you've got a great look about you. I think you could go really far. Uh, I'm going to give you some help, though, a good direction. Mm. Uh, I'm going to send you guys west to go to Kalimdor. Take as many people and, uh, yeah. Who's, the, it, who's the Randy Yo Dog guy that sits next to Medivh if he's the Simon Cowell? I mean, that would be good. That's a good thing. I guess um, Randy's a lot more kind of excitable and happy. Yeah. Um, and I'd say uh, a, a younger Kadgar. Maybe. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Be, you know, I love that. He's, you know, yeah. He's he's quite into it, and he's like, you know what? You know, get me uh, six hundred and forty thousand of these things. No, no, it needs to be six hundred forty thousand and one because that would be stupid otherwise. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, you big pranker. Um, he's just a big troll. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I love it. So, so right. Jaina has now been witnessed the love of her life massacring a whole city. Yeah. Um, I like to imagine it in a more you know visceral world world thing where there's just you know women and children and just like it's it's horrific you know he's he has culled the, the a town like a massacre it's a massacre and this is a guy that she thought she could love yeah. how can anyone love someone who could do that and has that in them it's but it shows already the start of arthas's fall yeah uh, which i'm sure we'll talk about in another podcast sure anywho jaina rocks up on kalimdor and she finds orcs and starts having a little bit of a tussle as is tradition um but comes out for the worst of it yeah. um and so she decides uh to head off to stone talon peaks uh where she heads up into the mountain um and senses that there's something going on mm -hmm. and in there she comes across an orc and a tauren. Mm. Now, this orc, we know by the name of Thrall. Yeah. And we know him very well. Yeah. Thrall. Yeah, we talked about um, him and, last time. It was all about Thrall his last friend, time. friend, mm -hmm. Ken. Ken Bloodhoof. Yeah. Um, and they were about to throw down when all of a sudden, Medivh appears. Mm. And he says, hang on, guys. I was the one who sent you all here. I need you to ally. I need you to work together. And so Jaina, at this point, she's still, she's been brought up in Dalaran. She's been brought up in Lordaeron. She's been brought up as a human. They know orcs are the enemy. That's what they're taught. But here she is being told, you need to give these guys a chance. In fact, if you guys don't uh, work together, then you're going to find yourselves both dead yeah. to the Legion. So... They they start going on. Uh, Jaina helps uh, Thrall uh, by giving him a soul gem to capture Grom's uh, essence because yeah. uh, Grom's been recursed. Um, and so Thrall starts to trust Jaina and Jaina starts to trust Thrall. Um, even though not necessarily their troops were too keen about working alongside each other. Um, but such is life. Uh, so they, they, they team up and they then find some more cool guys in the form of Malfurion, Stormrage, and Tyrande. Um, and they gather up around Mount Hyjal, where they have been uh, 
uh, told Medivh to defend. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Jaina finds out that Archimond is is coming. And Archimond is one of the Eredar lords of the Burning Legion. Uh, he is a, a big, big dude who we fought a couple of times now. Um, and in our con- continuity, at this point in time, Archimond has been defeated. Yeah, he's, but this he's, is yeah, in the past, sure. and this is the first time we defeat him. Right. Now, being a demon, he can only be properly killed in the Twisting Nether or areas of immense fell corruption. Um, so we team up with the Night Elves and the Horde and Jaina representing the Alliance and they uh, manage to beat him with the use of Malfurion's uh, horn uh, summoning a horde of wisps. Uh, He literally gets Zerg rushed and um, he explodes, takes out the World Tree uh, and so Night Elves are no longer immortal and the day, though, however, is saved. Sure, the the old the greater good has prevailed. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now, Jaina's on this new continent. They've defeated the Burning Legion, but she doesn't know really if it you know if it's worth returning home. Is that a place at this point? Dalaran has been destroyed. Yeah. One of the first thing Archimon did uh, was uh, destroy Dalaran by crafting it out of sand and then ripping the sand apart uh, and magic then just caused the whole thing to explode. One of the best CG trailers of Warcraft 3. So check it out. And equally, if you appreciate more recently, um, Kill Jaden, when he was spying on the folks within um, Dalaran in the latest patch trailer, um, it has a couple of homage shots that call back to that amazing cg sure and that and the latest one where the attack is called and you know you begin that whole yes. that whole content is really cool it's really well done yeah very cool. Yeah. very cool so what happens now is Jaina founds the city of theramore now theramore is the first human city to be founded on kalimdor uh and Jaina becomes the de facto ruler and it's where the uh, alliance soldiers that were in that region and had followed her out from Lord of On. Their homes had been destroyed by the plague. Uh, there wasn't anything to go back to, so they all started anew. At the same sort of time, the Orcs found uh, their nation in Duratar called Ogrimmar, uh, which is slightly north of, of where it goes. Um, however, there's humans on uh, Kalimdor that don't necessarily see eye to eye mm-hmm. um and it turns out that her father dalin um had come to kalimdor and was ready to kill the orcs mm-hmm. so thrall and rexar uh get together make a cool army um but obviously jaina now is in another um situation mm-hmm. where now she's obviously got the loyalty to her father and to her nation you know the nation of Kulturaz, uh where she came from uh she's got the experience with the scourge uh and the legion um that kind of also puts everything into perspective like we don't need to be at war with the orcs you know we've got mutual enemies that are far vaster the legion alone like why are we having these petty squabbles yeah. so Jaina helps out the Horde. 
she helps them uh, get some ships of the goblins, and she orders her own troops to stand down. Yeah. Um, she throws them so, a bit of a bone, but it's a well, bi- it's a big political bone. At the same time, Jaina gets out of dodge. Yeah. She doesn't want to fight her own men, um, but uh, she asks Thor and Rexar to keep the human casualties to a minimum. Right. Uh, it's now it's that results that battle results in her father's death. So in many ways, her aiding the horde and her abstaining from conflict puts a lot of that blood on her hands. Um, again, she sees it as a greater good, but it's still a uh, a tricky one. Yeah. So. As things progress, um, Jaina kind of continues on as the leader of Theramore. Mm-hmm. Um, this is now around the time when World of Warcraft kicks up. Right. Um, and uh, Jaina helps out Duratar, uh, you know, Ogrimmar um, from time to time. And uh, she actually finds, uh, during this time, she, she reunites with Adrian. Um and uh, obviously, it's, it's like meeting your childhood hero. Mm-hmm. So she meets the former uh, guardian of Trisful, uh, and um, basically, they start a a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's tricky. Jaina learns a lot, and uh, actually, at one point, nearly dies. Uh, but Adrian is able to use her own uh, life force to support Jaina. Um, and uh, they end up defeating uh, some warlocks that were a threat, and this actually formally um, uh, signifies a, a non-aggression pact between the Horde and the Alliance. Would you would you say so, that this period is the height of the of the Thrall Jaina friendship? Is this where we're seeing the the best the best? This of is them? where exactly. This is the point where they respect each other as neighbors, and they understand that the best thing for both their peoples is to avoid conflict. Yeah. Uh, there's more than enough to go around without either having to worry about the other. Yeah. Um, so the, it's, a, it's a tough sell to these people who have always been brought up as, uh, as um, enemies, mm-hmm. but it's one that they know works. Right. So anyway, we then join ourselves um, around about the time of, of Wrath. In the Burning Crusade, Jaina doesn't really do anything. It's a bit of a shame. Um, it would have been nice to have seen some of the developments between her and Kelfas and whether or not that could go anywhere. Yeah, very quiet. Um, that was a quiet expansion for Jaina. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as we discussed with Varian, um, she accompanies him uh, to the Undercity yeah. when they go to, uh, in the Battle of Undercity, after uh, Bolvar's been um, plagued and burnt. Um, so they go to try and stop uh, the, uh, the undead. Uh, but Jaina uh, says uh, that, hang on, it's, you know, this isn't the way to do it. And, you know, we shouldn't be fighting each other. We need to fight Arthas. Uh, and so uh, teleports everyone out of there. Right. Um, they, they obviously continue through uh, having this kind of conflict now where Jaina is seen kind of almost like an outsider within the alliance. She doesn't necessarily fit in as much as she is still valued she's the most powerful mage the alliance has and uh however her soft side her compassion 
is seen at this time as a weakness. Mm-hmm. It's something that Varian later learns to embrace compassion and that use that as a strength and to have a bit of perspective and bigger picture and not be as emotional. Um, but regardless, she doesn't make any friends when she teleports the Alliance out of uh, the Undercity and back to Stormwind. Next up, uh, she is uh, privy to a meeting at um, Dalaran where Bran Bronzebeard talks about Olduar and Varian and Garrosh come to blows. Um, She isn't, you know, able to stop that altercation, but she's still seen, you know, her and Thor are seen as the kind of, you know, the soft ones, whereas we've got Garrosh and Varian. This is two two mighty warriors. Um, but again, I think the perspective we gain is one that that's not necessarily the best of attributes. To have. Couldn't she just freeze him? Like, just do a... She could have done it again, but I think the whole point was, you know what? Uh, this isn't necessarily my fault, uh, my fight. And, um, you know, she can't command the king. You know, what she did in the Undercity was reprehensible yeah but she also saved a lot of lives and had helped a lot during that day so you know that was a sort of thing like if you do that again i'll have your head yeah you know that's the that's the sort of um the relationship that had happened at that point yeah um but as we progress through rattlelich king we come across uh the the uh, citadel itself um and in there we play through a series of dungeons um and uh they culminate in the frozen halls um, which is where Arthur's king, uh, Lich King at this point, keeps his sword, Frostmourne. Yeah. Um, so we go into the Halls of Reflection, um, and um, they... One of my favorite through, moments in the game ever, by the way. I love through that. Through the blade, yeah. uh, the stolen souls uh, can talk to her. Yeah. And Uther uh, reappears. Now, we'll go into it more on Arthas's story, but um, Uther was killed by Arthas, um, and the his remains, his urn, um, was used to as the phylactery for the Lich uh, Kelthuzad. Yeah. So the very necromancer mage that they killed, um, ultimately they had to go through all that hassle to uh, re- reborn him, and he was actually to to make him. They had to use that the urn to keep his remains uh, preserved long enough to then throw that into the sun well for him then to be born as a lich king. Mm. Uh, sorry, as, as a lich. Right. Um, and uh, that actually corrupted the sun well and messed up all the blood elves right. as well. So the the Kel'Thuzad is one of the most pivotal characters in the story of Warcraft 3 and really the Azeroth as we know it today. Yeah, well, he, um, he gets weirdly, no, I won't say forgotten, <clears throat> but future references, fights with him and everything else in the Lich King and otherwise in in World of Warcraft proper, he just feels like a weird piece of fan service for Warcraft 3 people who remember yeah. his role. But outside of that, he just feels like a crazy old skeleton man. Like yeah, exactly. People forget him as this kind of conniving necromancer mage that basically put all the wheels in motion alongside the Legion. Yeah, which is unfortunate because um, I feel like there's more that could have been told there maybe the books are I mean, better the at thing that. is is i don't think we've ever properly destroyed his phylactery mm. um numerous times we've captured it and given it to people and it's been done elsewhere um so who knows i think he always can come back yeah uh he's a he's a badass yeah uh and a bad 
one at that. Um, so Uther tells us that if we kill Arthas, someone else needs to be the Lich King. Yeah. Um, and all this time, you know, Jaina's wrestling with that, uh, those emotions. This is the man she loved. But is it? Can it still be the man she loves? Um, actually, in that uh, encounter, um, Jaina runs off to take down uh, Arthas to stop him. Um, but she is very nearly killed by Arthas and manages to freeze him in place as he then slowly walks towards you as you fight off wave after wave before getting onto the uh, skyship um, and getting out of dodge. Um, So Jaina at this point, I think, understands that she's now lost her father and her lover, and now she's going to have to try and avenge. Uh, But she, I think she's feeling very alone, very alone. So, um, we kill Arthas, um, and, uh, Jaina basically. Does she mourn him at all? Does she feel, I don't remember if this. So she, she does, I think. So basically if you kill, um, if you do the shadow mourn quest, when you complete that, you get a, 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 crate of Arthas's or the Lich King's belongings. So these are these include um a cool mount uh, and uh some some tabards like a tabard of silver hand and a lot of these other cool things. One of these is Jaina's locket mm. and uh it allows you to teleport to Dalaran, old Dalaran. Uh, it's kind of useful. Um but you give it to her as part of the quest and she weeps because that shows that the Lich King kept the locket because there was still a part of Arthas in there. Yeah. There was still someone in there that loved her and wanted to keep that. And that is um yeah, that's that's pretty tough. Yeah. That's pretty tough. Yeah, you'd imagine that you've got this um you know the the one the one true love of your life has turned into the the ultimate evil in that world and and to be reminded of his his hideous demise despite the fact that it had to be done, you know, that's the ultimate in uh, disappointing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to feel yeah. bad about that. I, I would think, but, um, but she's still not broken. She's still Jaina. She's still here to help. As she says in heroes of the storm, she's excited. Well, she's positive. She's all those. Yeah. Things. So after, after the uh, wrath Lich King, we had cataclysm. I um, mean, cataclysm. Uh, she's, uh, she's at Thrall and Agra's wedding. Uh, it's a kind of awkward third wheel yeah. um, and uh, doesn't really do too much. Uh, you know, the Alliance uh, kind of builds a road in Theramore, uh, but it's really in mists where Jaina gets her next chapter. Yeah. Um, so it's tricky. Uh, I think Jaina recognized that Garrosh isn't a suitable leader. Uh, Thrall was like, you know what? It's kind of kind of you know my job to be the earth shaman now i think i need to focus on that um and basically they find out that um uh, jane is visited by Kalagos. now Kalagos is a blue dragon who um actually was first introduced in a richard knack uh, graphic novel oh. about um the sunwell and I didn't it know that. involves yeah, it involves um, them basically reigniting the Sunwell. Yeah. And the way this works is at the end of 
the Burning Crusade, when we kill or to push back, kill Jaden, um, there's this uh, human female trapped in a bubble. And it turns out, actually, she's the Sunwell personified. Kind of, it took human form. So when uh, Kelthuzad was thrown into it and the well corrupted, um, its essence uh, kind of formed into this this being. Um, and Kalagos, being a blue dragon, uh, was very attracted to her. You don't really know why, but fair enough. And he protects her. Um, but ultimately, she is returned um, to the to the Sunwell itself. And it's also um, uh, purified then by the um uh adal um what are they called the naru there we go right. um so anyway so kalagos off the back of that is kind of a blue dragon who is interested in human females now uh he's got a taste yeah um and him and jaina through the years kind of have met together and jaina as the most powerful mage at this point um obviously a blue dragon respects and enjoys uh smart magic users um we defeated um the aspect uh malagos yeah. um in wrath lich king and Kalagos kind of became the the new aspect of magic and so it's good we had a good guy in charge it's like having a really bad president that's gone all crazy uh and we've ousted him and put someone who's friendly to our cause in there right so we like Kalagos. right um but he comes to jayna and he says I, I can't find the focusing iris. And uh, if you remember, the focusing iris is what we use in um, the Eye of Eternity to kind of start the encounter. You know, we cool down Malagos by using that. And to use that, we had to use uh, an element from a, a, a blue uh, dragon that Kel'Thuzad had raised and all of the rest. Anyway, he's lost the focusing iris, which is super important. Um, and... They're like, oh, I don't know where it could be. It could be anywhere. Um, and it turns out that it's kind of part of a, a bigger thing. So as part of the kind of falling out uh, around uh, um, Garrosh and the other he uh, leaders, uh, Garrosh decides to take uh, the fight, I guess, to Theramore. So we've got um, Garrosh commissions uh, a WMD. Uh, so he commissions a mana bomb. Now, a mana bomb is like the most powerful uh, uh, arcane bomb, arcane blast you can imagine. It's really. as big as you can it's, do. <laughs> it's the it's the, the it's like the green yeah. fire of this of this story, like in Game of Thrones. It's like the ultimate in. Oh, crap, we can't... It's a nuke, really. Yeah, exactly. So using this focusing iris, they managed to manufacture uh, this this huge mana bomb. Yeah. And um, the Horde attacks Theramore, uh, and uh, basically that's Garrosh's plan, is to try and gather all the Alliance in one place. He always wants them to retaliate, mm -hmm. um, so then he can annihilate them with this mana bomb. Um, but... Ronin, who's the leader of the Kirin Tor, and Dalaran, um, he um, manages to teleport Jaina out in time, but at the cost of himself. He's going to there trying to uh, minimize the blast effect. Right. Um, this blast levels Fairmore, levels a city. So it kills pretty much all the alliance there, including Ronin. Um, 
It includes uh, Jaina's apprentice, who is a gnome named Kennedy. Um, and this is this is the last straw now. And, and wasn't she also mad that he yanked her out because she wanted to? I think she would have liked to and... have kind of defended her people. Yeah. But I mean, in essence, uh, running sacrifice has uh, empowered her right. with with vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she um, like these everyone everyone turns to dust. It's it's, it's messed up. These mana bombs are not nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jaina goes to Stormwind and she's like Varian. We need to attack Ogrimmar. We need to retaliate. Um, but the Alliance doesn't have the strength. So then Jaina goes to Dalaran. Uh, and she tries to convince the Kirin Tor to fight the Horde. And she wanted to like move Dalaran above Ogrimmar. And just full force, mage, boosh. But Dalaran said, no, 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 no. We're neutral. We don't take part in these sorts of wars. Sure. So then Jaina starts summoning water elementals. Something she's very good at. And she summons enough to drown Ogrimmar, oh a gosh. tsunami of water elementals. How did I miss this part? I don't know why I don't remember this. So this need... all takes part in a book, okay. and this is why this is tricky. So Tides of War. Tides of War. Right. Um, so she's on the cover uh, of that. She's the art of her is dr- she's like drowning, and her hair drowning is drowning in manner and water, and yeah. and she's lost, yeah. lost at sea. Yeah. Jaina isn't the Jaina we once knew. Yeah. Um. So. Thrall goes to stop her, but she she doesn't care about Thrall anymore. She thinks Thrall's responsible for everything. He's the one who put Garrosh in charge. He's a, he's got as much blood on his hand as Garrosh does. Mm-hmm. But Kalagos manages to intervene at the last minute and in helps dragon prevent... form or normal form. In in normal. Form. Okay, all right. Um, and he takes Jaina away, and they settle down. In Dalaran, and have some kids, buy a little house. Well, no, 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 oh. and uh, and basically, <laughs> um, she's she's still quite raged. Yeah. Um, but um, she basically thinks that okay, I, you know, she's in a she's in a kind of a delicate state, shall we put it? Um, and she helps the night elves, who at this point in Mister Pandaria have the divine bell. Um, so if you remember this, uh, this was in kind of scenario form, um, but the Divine Bell was a item constructed by the uh, Mogu um, and uh, was used to um, kind of, I think it's to like infuse with Shar uh, energy or like, you know, extract emotions. It basically makes kind of perfect warriors, but at the cost of, uh, I think, freedom of will. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Blood Elves within the Kirin Tor um, kind of are, are super angry. Yeah, always and, pissed, those guys. Uh, Never happy. Yeah. yeah. And they want to steal the Divine Bell for the Horde. So um, Jaina purges Dalaran of all Horde. Uh, and so now and she takes command of the Kirin Tor and she officially aligns the Kirin Tor, these neutral band of mages they're now the alliance and she's just done with the horde she's been betrayed one too many times or two too many times um and uh she is done um the thunder king uh comes along 
Now, with this, Jaina goes to the Isle of Thunder, um, and uh, her job there is to prevent the Horde from obtaining the powers. Um, and uh, Jaina comes face to face a couple of times with Lothamar, um, and they they have a bit of back and forth. And so we've got the Sun Reavers and uh, her kind of you know it's almost reminiscent of the uh, Kelfarsays. Um, but at this time, Jaina manages to infuse this titanic power within uh, the Thunder King uh, and the Isle of Thunder into a staff. Yeah. Now, this is something that's not really been touched on too much, but Jaina basically is wielding a weapon of the Titans now in terms of sheer power. Like, it's hugely, hugely powerful. Yeah. So her power level is way over 9,000. She's OP. You know, she, is, yeah. she is OP at this point. Right. Um, and she goes into the Siege of Ogrimmar, uh, and she helps us on when we, when we hit uh, Landfall. Um, but we don't really see too much more of her till the cinematic at the end, where Jaina demands that the Horde is dismantled. But Varian, he's, you know, mellowed in this time. You know, he's, he's learned a lot of lessons from the compassion and understanding of his son. And he decides otherwise. Mm. So we then go into Warlords of Draenor. Um, she is, at this point, Jaina is in charge of the Kirin Tor. She rules Dalaran. Um, and she's invited uh, into um, Draenor uh, by Khadgar. And once Khadgar there was actually attacked by Garona, um, she reminds the Horde that the Horde is not allowed to be there and that they aren't the friends. Uh, Khadgar says, you know, well, don't worry about it. You know, we're all fine. Um, but Jaina helps uh, Khadgar empower the ring, the legendary ring that you make. And she, she plays ball, at least. Yeah. She's not fully gone. Now, in between uh, Mists and Warlords, uh, there was a book called War, War Crimes. And in that, Jaina kind of, to a point, comes to peace with some of the discretions of the Horde and how that isn't necessarily every orc, but maybe Garrosh and a few other orcs. But in games, we don't really see this echoed in too much yet. Yeah. Um, the next time we kind of really come across Jaina is in Legion, uh, where in Legion, uh, Khadgar goes to Dalaran and says, can the Horde come back in? We need everyone for this. This is going to be pretty, yeah. pretty much. This is one of those deals yeah. where we literally can't do it with and one half. Basically, yeah. yeah, exactly. Jaina and one other of the Council of Six um, are you know, against the Horde coming in. Yeah. So uh, she's like, well, Kieran Tor, if you guys, if the Council of Six is saying that, you know, 4v2 and you're going to let the Horde in, well, I'm done then. So now you've got the Council of Five and I'm gone. Um, yeah. And so then Khadgar steps in to become the new leader of the Kieran Tor. Um, and actually Kalagos, uh, Jaina's kind of on and off lover, is uh, steps in as one of the six. Mm. So that's kind of it when we get for Jaina to yeah. now. Yeah. She stormed out in a half. She has a hugely powerful uh, titanic-infused weapon. Yeah. She is the most gifted mage uh, outside of maybe Medivh. Mm, I think Khadgar she'd probably be. Yeah. Um, Adrian in her prime would probably own her, but still, 
it's you know she's she's a hugely powerful and unstable uh, force out there. Yeah, and we haven't seen anything of her. Now the theories that kind of go around. Oh yeah, and they're going uh, around like crazy about like yeah. future content and her becoming a, a thousand different. I've heard everything from Lich Queen to to uh, some sort of new type of villain where her power overtakes her and she becomes our next big baddie and our next expansion. So Nobody's got anything to base this on other than she's taken off and it's is pissed. tricky. Yeah. It's tricky because she's lovely and she's also, you know, queen bitch at this time. Like she, <laughs> she, she's, she's not consistent. Um, and that's either her writing or just her decision. Um, but she's from Kulturas. Now, Kulturas is a, you know, is a kind of a, uh, an island that originally was kind of much closer to Kazmodan and, uh, you know, kind of off the coast, kind of near Gilneas and stuff like that. Um, but with the cataclysm, it's kind of gone. We don't really know where. Under the sea, maybe far away. One of the theories is that Jaina has gone back home to Kulturas, yeah. um, where she's maybe taken on the mantle of ruler. Uh, maybe she has now her own faction. Does that faction align with the alliance? Is it an impartial third party? Is it a don't like anyone faction? If we think that, as I do, we are going towards having an old god uh, Catholic expansion uh, featuring um, some of the kind of nasties under the sea, like the Naga and uh and the creatures therein i think that jaina has quite a big role coming up uh kultaraz could either be the alliance stronghold if we are going to have some kind of south seas type expansion um if we are going up against an old god jaina would be a super super powerful and welcome ally i think jaina i'd hope could be redeemed and returned to the Jaina we knew if she were correctly put, given the perspective of, hang on, you know, there's still a lot of bad things out here that we need to protect everyone from. But at the end of the day, I don't know how easy it is to come back from everyone you know and love being killed. Mm -hmm. And that's been Jaina's life, really, yeah. is anyone she lets get close to her ends up dying yeah she's 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 smarting on to it like it's not it's no longer like um i mean if she if she tries to give herself either heart soul or hand to anybody uh, she's starting she's probably starting to feel a little cursed you know not cursed but she's she's she needs to not be the great peacemaker or the great um bringing together the bridge maker she's maybe needs to be you know the, the the pissed off angry thing for a bit and and she is that right now but what that means for her future is anybody's guess i mean i don't know do you think i mean if i had to ask you like point blank hey terpster do you think there's a scenario where we have to fight jaina in some raid some at some point do, how do I you hope answer not. that yeah. i hope not just because i i don't think uh unless she is i think if she was the pinnacle of an expansion then yeah maybe I could get on board with that. Yeah, I think that um, you know we could do we could do some good things there. 
Um, if she is a boss or you know a a thing within an expansion, I don't think she's fallen enough. Um, she's not turned on the alliance really. She's abstained a couple times, but I think that we'd be in a scenario where she isn't justified as a unified enemy. Mm-hmm. And equally, she's Jaina. You know, I love her. She's she is, uh, you know, a fantastic character, beautiful woman. Um, and I think that it would be a real shame to have her go. Um, that being said, I mean, she's slowly descending into madness. She's getting more and more kind of white hair. Um, it's yeah, it's a tricky one for her. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that it would be a, a real shame if we were to have her as a as a boss fight in the next expansion. I would like to see the next expansion develop her into something quite disgusting if we're going to end up killing her. Well, I mean, it can't just be another, she's corrupted by a thing, and now we got to rid her of the thing, because that's every villain in this game, every time. It yeah, seems like. I think, you know, it doesn't have to be, and I think equally she can decide uh, that, you know, she doesn't have a per, you know people anymore and everyone's weak and you know she much like many people is corrupted by the absolute power she has yeah you know she's a hugely powerful mage that maybe she's just like you know what i'm uh, i'm done with this i want to i want to get rid of everyone uh, you know it needs to be something that would unite us or if there was say for example the old gods say nazoth when we fight him he says i can bring them back and you're like, what? Well, I can bring back Theramore. You know, all the people that died there. You know, if, say, for argument's sake, there was a, a mechanic like that, and Jaina was like, you know what? I'm not going to let you fight him. Yeah. You can't do that. This is our only chance to, to right the wrong that was, you know, what Garrosh did. And those sorts of quandaries, I think those would be really exciting to explore uh, for Jaina, because Jaina would almost then be in a mirror of what Arthur's faced. Yeah. When it's like no one else wants to do this, but no one else sees what I see. And I'm the ruler. I'm the one who has to make those tricky calls. And we're going to do it. Yeah. Or you're not going to do it. Right. Uh, But who knows? So I don't know. I mean, like I said, exciting to think, you know, that we may have more Jaina in our lives in the future. Um, She's unlikely to do too much more in Legion short of if they want her to kind of pop in on a kind of flying saucer when we go to um, Argus. Uh, Argus. Yeah. But uh, I can't see it happening. Do, do you think she deserves this place that she, deserves is a weird word, but she is one of, in my mind, she's one of the great mascots of the game. Like the yeah. game, the game has certain characters where you're like, all right, you get your thrall, you got your Jane. Just look at the Hearthstone heroes, you know? Yeah, when that's you, true. You know, yeah. when you've got those, it, that's basically what you're looking at those are all your um, big boys and yeah, i love and i the, like that i think she what, deserves to be there and i think some people are frustrated that she is in such a weird place right now but some would argue that she has every right to be completely pissed off right now and to be oh, very yeah. jaded and and but that's that, what makes her so good yeah um you know i don't know how much um there is uh to um to kind of explore um in game i think a lot of the 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 value you get from Jaina's perspective comes in the books uh, where you can follow her mental thoughts and you can see the events that happened to her. You know, the, the bombing of Theramore was a scenario yeah. that's gone now. Yeah. So, 
you can't really explore that and see that and feel that and see the aftermath. It's um, that buggy. Yeah, you can't go back and do those. Do you, do you wish it would be was, nice to, yeah. but at the same time, I don't have enough time to play what there is now. <laughs> right. So, but but you if know, you're somebody who's entitled, if you're somebody fresh like, to the yeah. game who just rolled a 90 or did a hundred boost and just missed all that, it might be, a, I mean, it, I don't know. It'd just be nice if they could go on a little uh, scavenger hunt one weekend and just see some of these key story points through scenarios and other content. That's not, it's no longer there. I don't know. That seems like that'd be yeah, cool. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can do, yeah, there's plenty of ways to find all this stuff out without being in the actual scenario, but that Theramore scenario was pretty impactful. In fact, yeah. scenar- scenarios in general, I think, have, have uh, did, are, did not get the love they should have gotten because now, I mean, the difference between a scenario as constituted in Mists of Pandaria is very different or isn't all that different now than just like an in-game cutscene after a quest line. Yeah. And so they're kind of all together and not really a special thing, but I miss those. I thought those were cool. Yeah, I think it I think if there's enough reason where they need to kind of put in enough big set pieces, yeah. then scenarios work really well. Otherwise, I think it, you know, it, it it less interruption for the game the better really. Yeah. Maybe uh, it was a lot of work for not a I mean, you see it once and you're done and it's not very repeatable. There weren't a lot of rewards tied to it, so I I can kind of see why that would become a bother to the team. I mean, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but but in the end, um, I liked those and I missed those is all I want to say about those. But Jane is future. Who knows? We've got time to figure that out. Certainly, we're not done with her. I mean, that seems no. obvious, right? This isn't just a disappearing yeah. character act where she's going to be gone for the next six expansions. It doesn't work that way. I don't think with her. Um, I yeah, think, no, I, I think, are, aren't I think we more she, likely to see her sooner than we are like Thrall? Because Thrall's so busy with his own shit. Um, yeah, I think so. I think equally, you know, the question would be is why would we need Thrall? Um, you know, he's yeah, we could. Um, I think yeah, I think there's been enough focus on Thrall, and I think equally they could always bring him back uh, in a kind of Illidan-esque fashion, yeah. where it excites the player base and everyone goes and pre-orders. Um, but I don't think they need to do that just yet. No. Nope. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? That would yeah. be something that, you know, probably Chris would know better than we do. Um, you know, when he's when he gets booked up, you just need to ask him to hang out more. And then, you know, when he starts getting busy, you're like, okay, Thrall's coming back. Yeah. And uh, I, so I, I think you're probably right. And there's no rush to do that. We just got done with the... Uh, it's not really a redemption story for Illidan, but in some ways... Illidan got. I think it's a perspective story. Yeah, and I think that's something we we haven't had from Janie yet. Really. Yeah. It's very hard to understand her perspective in game. Yeah. Uh, so, and there's an yeah. opportunity there. Also, uh, I don't think the the opening. So if you look at all the opening cinematics, I did this recently just for the crap of it. And without exception, other than just quick cuts, there's no female protagonists in these animated um, cinematics. The, the intros for a new expansion. Like last time we get Varian on a ship having self-monologue with his letter to yeah. his son. And you get a, a tiny little snippet of Sylvanas. Yeah, a little bit of Sylvanas, but it's not quite the same. I would love a Jaina perspective beginning to something. Some sort of way of honoring her in the way that Varian was honored. It doesn't mean she needs to die in a puff of green smoke or anything, but I, w- I would like to... I would like to see that in this game's history so that it's just less giant muscle-bound scarred-faced dudes grunting and, and jumping and you know yelling for Azeroth. It'd be nice if if she could have her day. 
Yeah, uh, so I, anyway, I feel you. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so there you go, folks. It's our deep dive into the world of Jaina Proudmore. I'd love to deep dive into <laughs> Jaina Proudmore. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who are hoping that we would get at least one slightly sexist line in, Terpster oh, came there you go. It's not the sexist, end. Scott. It's sexy. That's her problem. She's too sexy. She's a lovely she's lady. Just, she's the pinnacle of, of beauty. That's the problem. She defined beauty for me. I was at those formative years when I first came across Chena. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Many. Uh... I hope. I hope that someday uh, that there's a way to kind of marry an NPC in World of Warcraft yeah. in the game, sure. not you know. Sure. And I'd like. I'd like you know the original Terpster, the gnome. I'd like to. Hitch him up. That's the new. It's the new secret VR project. It's the VR project. I really like that. Just to retire. When you retire a character, you get to you know have a little bit of wish fulfillment. Sure. And they go. I understand. Kind of a Quark's uh, Hollow Suite sort of experience. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I understand. I pay a lot of money for that. (laughs) I know you would. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) there you go. We'll do more of these lore episodes in the future. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, Likely a a much more normal episode next week. Let us know what you want to hear next. Yeah. Email in. Yeah, Jaina got picked uh, primarily because you guys spoke up and said, yeah, hey, someone, how about Jaina? Someone said Jaina. Yeah, got quite a few of those. So if you, if somebody out there is feeling it for whoever uh, and you want to... It doesn't wanna... have to be a character. It could be a thing. could be a such and such. could be like, I didn't understand Warcraft 2. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of those sorts of things. Just, you know... Let us know. Things things that surprise me is once in a while Terps will go, oh, we think that the magic and all the arcane energy in the air is because of the, the tear and the um, whatever. The gaping heart, wound. The gaping wound, which is, I never think of that until you remind me, and, it, and it's fascinating. So if you guys want to hear more about the nature of the world. But you have to kind of, of ignore world. it because it still works when we go to Draenor <laughs> yeah. and when we go to everywhere else. But anyway. Yeah, you know, no matter so what like, you it's are. It's permeated or, within us. Sure. Well, it's like stinky. It's like green stink lines on grain. You just have to have that in your game. It's fine. Just suspend that disbelief. Exactly. It's all that and more. Anyway, if you guys would like to uh, send us any additional feedback about any of this, we're also welcome to that. Uh, the instance at gmail.com. It's going to do it for us. Oh, go to theinstance.net. All our other stuff's there. If you want to contact us, get in a hold of us, find us on Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being here. Terpster, thank you for your, uh, your thoughtful commentary no on worries. the life of Jane If you're Proudmore. out in a, in, yeah. a, in a month or so, you can ask me questions to my face. Yeah. And I'll just be like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> yep. 30 days, everybody. You'll see Terpster and me and Patrick all in the same room. Maybe Dill's too, I think. That looks like that may be happening after all. Uh, So uh, we'll see you guys in 30 days at Snowbird. In the meantime, more shows coming up, and we'll talk to you then. Well, there you go, Scott. (laughs) Atop my chair, I have informed you with many a tale. Only this tale can serve as a warning and also a bit of a fire starter if you're trying to have a bit of fun time alone. (laughs) Jane Proudmore. Mwah. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm here to help.